This is the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Let me tell you, we have a packed, packed show today. Is it too packed? Could be. We have the creators of a Harry Potter show that's currently playing at the Gaiety Theatre in Dublin, Potted Potter. Jeff and Dan. We will have the Grand Slam Ping Pong Ding Dong final featuring Nathan. Oh, yeah. Again, Nathan also is going to try on a new jumper. Yeah, I bought a new jumper oh. in Temple Bar. Shout out to Urban Outfitters. What? <laughs> on the way next, though, we have to discuss what happened last night. We had our screening, finally, you might think, of Old Boy. Yeah. Uh, just a brief chat about it, because later on in the show... We're currently in production with the audio from last night and the reaction. But next, the chat. Are you drunk now? The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Calvin Harris kicking off the show with Sam Smith. That is Promises on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. How are we all feeling after last night? Because last night was the first time we did something outside of the show in a kind of event style with 104 Drive listeners. Can I give a massive shout out to everyone that came? They were there on time. They brought a great vibe to the cinema. Brooks Hotel, thank you so much. Great to deal with. But uh, I have to say, I'm not giving any spoilers away. The film really traumatised me. Yeah, so what we're talking about is Old Boy, of course, the movie we were talking about since I had COVID just after Christmas, suggested by a 104 Drive listener. I came on the radio and said, oh my God, that is messed up. Nathan, you got to watch it. And you said, no, no, no. I'm only watching it if we can hold a screening and I'm surrounded by 104 Drive listeners. And that's what happened. As you said, all 20 people, we only had 20 tickets. Everyone turned up and on time. So good. Complimentary popcorn, yeah, yeah. little Haribo sweets. I stole two bags. I'm sorry about that, but I was starving, <laughs> guys. Uh, look, I am so happy I did watch the film surrounded by listeners because if I was by myself watching this, like you were, Graham, mm-hmm. honestly, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. It, it was pretty messed up. Now, we do have audio of the reaction for... There's one big moment in it. We've got audio of that and we have audio from uh, as people left the cinema as well. We got their instant reaction. So we'll play that later out in the show when it's ready, just after half five. So if you won't be able to tune in then and you still want to hear people's reaction, you can check out the 104 Drive podcast. But after we were finished, I walked down Grafton Street. It was very strange. It was very eerily quiet in town. I don't know if anyone else found that. Yeah. And on Grafton Street, it must have been bin morning this morning because all the bin bags were out but something happened and I don't I think it was bigger than a seagull that there was about five or six bin bags completely torn open and there was rubbish strewn everywhere pterodactyl on Grafton Street it was something like that it was me (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was producer Eve after watching Old Boy for the second time she just lost it completely because it's so messed up it was a little bit awkward between myself and producer Neve because we said our farewells when we left the gorgeous Brooks Hotel and we were like bye but then I was meeting my fiance Becca in Brassier 66 and Neve was waiting at the bus stop, which was opposite Brassier 66. So I was just like, oh, hey, Neve, how are you? I could still see him for ages after. 
Neve, when did your bus come? Because when I left, you were still there, yeah. and I was gonna go over and introduce you to Becca, and I just went, ah, oh, no. My bus was it's seven minutes. I was standing there for. Yeah. So you only went into Brazier Six Six for seven minutes. Yeah, it was a flyby visit. I shook a lot of hands. I went, hello. I just saw a very disturbing film. Farewell. Do you know what I did then when I got to the Bob McGrath and Chipper, Chipper, Chipper. McDonald's. I went to McDonald's. Did you? <laughs> Did you get a takeaway or I sit had, in the place? I had a stabbing pain in my stomach. I was getting awful stomach cramps. I don't know if McDonald's is the answer to that. I don't think so either, but that's what I did anyway. Went in, dead. And I go, I don't know. I don't want chips and a drink. I'm walking back to Grand Canal, about a 20-minute walk. So I went, Euro save our menu. And I went, I got double cheeseburger and a chicken and bacon mayo. Yes. Oh. Two burgers, please. Oh, <laughs> oh also, Two sorry burgers. guys, side note, when I actually went home, I took my top off. I had these weird marks on my stomach. I was like, what the hell? Is, oh. it, is this oh, from yeah. watching the film? No, I was watching the film while wearing a GoPro yes. strapped around my chest. There will be video release of that later on as well. So reaction after half five, if you want to hear it and you can't listen to us after half five, be sure to check out the podcast. And again, we just want to say a massive shout out to Brooks Hotel. If you don't know, they've got a private cinema underneath. It actually seats 25 people. Monica was working on the night. She could have been so nicer. Nice. We were dealing with Anne as well. You can book them for private bookings. You can do whatever you want. They'll give you a free popcorn as well. Just give them a call if you ever have a party or a. I think stag I'm going to have a party a there. Yeah, when tonight? Uh, no, no, not tonight. But in the future, I definitely am throwing a party. You want to watch the Korean version of Old Boy now after watching the uh, adaptation, <laughs> the English one? Yeah, but I plan to just hire out the cinema and watch it by myself. <laughs> on the way next. Very exciting. After Nathan getting abused by myself and producer Neve wearing a horrendous brown jumper he went shopping today and bought a new jumper it could be uglier <laughs> he has it outside he's going to do a fashion show for us after Tom Grennan on FM 104 I've been holding on to you're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan Tom Grennan a little bit of love interviewed him in a smelly hotel bar a couple of months ago smelled of feces <laughs> I think there's a problem with drains in there. And Nathan stood up and started singing a song in front of a load of old age pensioners. Yeah, good times. Well, do you know what? I felt very sorry for myself yesterday. I arrived into the show wearing a long sleeve, brown, skin tight polo shirt. And the abuse. Oh, it's not a polo shirt. The abuse I got from Graham it's and got, producer Neve. It's a round neck with buttons with no collar and it's a really thin material. It's, oh well. Well, this is what you said about it yesterday. I think it's hideous. And I, I know you wear it so much and you're a stylish guy, but I you don't, don't know, like it. I don't know how these jumpers have got into your style. It, the little buttons, like it's from Next from 2011. I look like Damien Rice. <laughs> Neve, well, I, I think it's very a, Glenn Hansard a from fem- once. A female perspective. It's the buttons. The one singular. <laughs> oh, there's two. Hello. And your chain is popping out there. So. Yeah, a little sexy Connell chain. Normal people, don't forget. Grey jumper, nice. Brown jumper, what are you? Well, something you'd, something you'd see Colin Farrell wear underneath his suit <laughs> in Banshees of Inishirin. Going to bed. <laughs> he wakes up naked with the donkey. <laughs> So I was booked in for a haircut today at 12 But I was there way too early Walking around Temple Bar Around a quarter past 11 And I said, you know, the abuse Maybe I need to get 
a new jumper. Yes. All right. So I went into Urban Outfitters, and my lord, I have a jumper outside that's very out there. Think Pete Davidson. Think Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to well, grab it now. Well, yesterday, yesterday Nathan asked, "Do I look like Pete Davidson in this jumper?" And he was like, "Yeah, you do." I was like, "Neve, why are you lying?" <laughs> I'm getting up. Oh, he's okay. Nathan is getting up now. Fashion. The fashion. Dublin fashion show. Okay, he has ha, he has the jumper outside the studio in a bag. He's back, yes? Now, it's very out there. Okay. So just prepare yourself. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. I think, any of you recording this for Instagram, yes, here we go. So everyone can have a look at Nathan's out there jumper. Dublin's FM 104 on Instagram. I'm looking forward to this now. Just, uh, I actually don't know when he's ready. Just maybe half open the door when you're ready, Nathan. Oh, we have to wait, he says. Any day now. So how's everybody's... Oh, here he comes! Uh, uh, for Rome Fashion Week, it is Nathan O'Reilly! Oh, so Nathan O'Reilly, he's a six foot five model from Glenageary, South Dublin. He loves drinking San Pellegrino water from a glass bottle. This, uh, this ensemble is a lilac fleecy quarter zip. Um, it says... Bring the outside in with flowers. Tetra on the chest over his left boob. Um, it looks like a sheep has been dyed lilac and it's got a red trim to it with a red zip. It's a lot nicer than the brown jumper anyway. What do we think? Can I have it? Do you like it? <laughs> I do. I like it's it. It's quite feminine. Isn't it? I was just going. I know it's twenty twenty three. Feminine guys. energy pouring from every pore of my body. I know everyone can wear whatever you want, and I'm all in for that. But I would. You're see, very progressive. I'm so progressive. Nathan's a dinosaur, but I would see that more on Neve than Nathan. Okay. <laughs> the more I look oh at this, the more I look at it. Well, if I'm completely honest with you, yeah. this was on a rack in the middle floor of Urban Outfitters. I don't that's, know. That's girls then. The well, lads are downstairs. Know. It's the Urban Outfitters and Temple Bar. Yes. So every every section in, ta- in Urban Outfitters is for girls, except when you go downstairs. No, That's I think like, it's the two. It's not. It is the two level. It's not. It's not. Uh-oh. <laughs> I pull it off, you guys. You look good. Come on. Thank you, Neve. Graham, come on. It's 2023, brother. Look, if, if it was 2020, I'd be like, get out of here. Get out. But only because it's 2023, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, go on to Instagram. Power. <laughs> go on to Instagram now and um, see what you think for yourself. <laughs> James Hype on FM 104. Can I be honest? I still want your help. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Eliza Rose. Baddest of them all Playing Forbidden Fruit this year We got Forbidden Fruit tickets to give away After half four on the show But now Hello What's the song we're looking for? We do this every day at this time Cello, Graham plays us a popular song But in the style of a cello Now after yesterday you didn't get it Nathan You have correctly guessed it So is producer Neve We'll play it for you just in case you joined us Oh it's very short But what is it? Okay Amy joins us Hello Amy Hi how are you? Alright Amy happy Friday How's the form? All good Any big plans for the weekend? No, absolutely not. But I'm going to Amsterdam next week. Okay, so keep it quiet this weekend in preparation. Yeah, that's it. Oh, you should go to the Anne Frank Museum. Oh, it's books and all. 
You what? It's booked and all. Oh, it's, it's booked. booked all, Brilliant, yeah. Joe. Have a great time. Right, Amy, what do you reckon the song is? Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Duh. You are the winner of cello today and you can tell all of Holland next week that you won it last Friday. Perfect. Thank okay. you. You have a great time. Bye. Bye. Cool as a cucumber. See you, Amy. What? He says cool as a cucumber. Oh, she hung up. I was trying to be cool. Hi, I'm Simon You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Some Harry Styles on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan, now a Grammy winner, of course. And let's cross over to Harry Styles' number one fan. Oh, I'm not a Grammy winner. Not a Grammy winner, but he did win Spirit of the Year and Transition Year, New New Park in 2008. Yeah, it's because I broke my arm and I think they felt sorry for me because I couldn't do any of my Transition Year placements. But thank you for listening I have a big news story. I actually saw this happen while I was going for my dinner last night. Walked into the kitchen and I saw that this lady was on the six o'clock show last night. Sorry, bear with me. Last night. It's a little bit funny. Was that Diana Vickers? Not Diana Vickers. Janet Devlin. In the same realm, though. Do you remember Janet Devlin? I was also in the kitchen and I thought I recognised who was, that was on the six o'clock show. Yeah. So, which was that? Sorry again. Janet Dev- Devlin. She was Janet on The Devlin. X Factor back in 2011. She was in the eighth series of The X Factor. The same one as Little Mix when oh, they won, okay? Wowzers. And it's pretty cool. It's nice to see Janet Devlin. She still performs. She still sings. Question? Yes? Was it Janet Devlin or Diana Vickers? Who used to perform in their feet? Oh, oh, I don't know. It was Diana. Diana, you're obsessed with Diana Vickers. Please move on. I loved her too, and Owen Quig. Yeah, him? Owen Quig was cool with the hair, but Janet Devlin, she still posts a lot of um, videos of her singing on her YouTube channel. And listen to this story, okay? After posting this cover of Ed Sheeran's song Bad Habits He's grown up After posting that song on YouTube Ed Sheeran commented retweeted it and then Russell Crowe the actor Russell Crowe who was in Gladiator started tweeting Janet said you have a beautiful voice how would you like to perform with my band not really with my band open up for me okay this is only a few months ago like open up like about emotions and stuff no no like perform oh. before their band ah right sorry I got confused okay there. so she was over in Australia Jeez. and they I think Greg O'Shea asked her any wild stories about Russell Crowe because he's quite an intimidating character Lovely man. So you were watching this during the show yesterday? No, I saw bits of it. <laughs> yeah, and then saying... I caught up today. <laughs> so uh, she said, any wild stories about being with Russell Crowe? And uh, she told a great one. She said, you know, we had a gig together and then he uh, invited me to go over to his house. So it was her band and Russell's band and family all around the table. And she said she ended up, you know, uh, helping herself to some carrots. She put some carrots on her plate and started scoffing the carrots. And Russell came over and said, 
do you mind waiting for us all to oh, start no. eating? But in a sort of jokey way, but Janet said, I just wanted the floor to open up. I was so embarrassed, but we got on so well, Russell. He's a great guy. But I always remember with Russell Crowe, I think it was eight years ago in Dublin, he was over here for some premiere and he was asked a question on the red carpet and people were like, Russell Crowe is so rude. Now, I don't think he was rude. I think the reporter clearly didn't do their research. Oh, who's the reporter? Name and shame. I feel bad for the reporter because this is definitely something that I would do. Okay, so have a listen to this. You're a huge rugby fan. Seem to be a huge fan of Ireland. Is there any chance you could bring your rugby team over here to play against their Irish team? Well, you see, uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs play rugby league, oh. which is more of a hybrid version oh. of, of the game. I know, so. but just as a kind of a, a test match to no. get the two loves together. You understand what I say? It's a different sport. Oh. Rugby union is a 15-man sport. Rugby league is a 13-man okay. sport. So they won't be happening then. Different rules. Okay. Yeah. And but you know, thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> I just thought it'd today. Oh, that's something I would do. Oh God. So that was rude. That was rude. You think so? I think yeah. the second time he went in, he goes, no, you don't understand. Just go with it. Go with it. But She's then it was weird because the reporter said, yeah, but you said that Ireland was part of Britain. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> she tried she, to claw back. She said that afterwards. Yeah. And he just said, what? And just moved on. You're not in a position of power when you're uh, interviewing a celebrity like Russell Crowe. I feel sorry for that. I feel sorry for everyone. <laughs> I feel sorry for the world. <laughs> Nathan, as always, thank you very much. Stones and I fly away on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Not a dream. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. It has just gone four lots to come. Got forbidden fruit tickets. Yeah. Give away just after half past four. But you've been teasing something. You're, you're saying that I'm similar to a Love Island contestant. I was watching Love Island. I don't think it was last night. It was the night before. And Lana, one of the female contestants, said something. And I go, that is exactly like Nathan. Oh. I'll tell you what it is after Blink-182. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Blink-182, all the small things on 104 Drive with Graham and... Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. Yes, we're here. We're alive. We're well. And we hope you're the same. You've given up on Love Island, Nathan. Yes, I have. I watched around three or four episodes and I said, do you know what? It's not for me. I'm only watching this bad boy in the summertime. I am watching it. Well, look, you're a little bit contractually obliged to watch it. Yeah, you're I the do... face of it on Ireland AM. I do be on Ireland AM. I do be talking about it. I do be. I do be talking about it, but... This has got nothing to do with Love Island, just something they said. So if you're not a fan of Love Island, don't be worrying. Stay with us. Stay with I'm us. I'm a little bit worried. Don't be worrying. I'm worried. It's 12 seconds of oh, an episode. That's too much for me. See ya. It's just because Lana, one of the girls in there, reminded me of Nathan. So all the girls, they were gathered around and they were talking about the boys. Oh, they do that in the morning times, don't they? Yeah. And they were basically talking about one of the guys, Casey. They did the heart rate challenge where they have to dance for each other. They were talking about how great Casey was, and this is what they said. I feel like we have to give Casey a bit of props oh, because he came with such energy. <laughs> no, oh. Casey was an underdog. Isn't it an underhorse? Underhorse? No, babes. <laughs> what horse are you <laughs> under? You're <laughs> What um, horse are you under? Very funny. And immediately I wrote it down. I go, that is Nathan O'Reilly all over. Nathan loves getting sayings wrong. Casey oh. was an underdog. Isn't it an underhorse? Underhorse. No, no, babes. I don't love 
getting sayings wrong. I'm just guilty of doing it. I think it's an illness or something. <laughs> so, one that really gets me. You, the, the saying is, you rip it off like a band-aid. Yeah. You always say, rip it off like a bandage. I always say that. It's band-aid. I always find it annoying when I say it. You have to correct me. I'm a little bit like, just let it happen. Just stop saying it. And then the other one is a more recent one. When you're trying to, maybe, you say it a bit when I maybe go a little bit off course here. I might say something a little bit racy. Instead of going, ah, Graham, keep it PG, you say, ah, Graham, keep it PC. I say, keep it PC. Political correctness. Yeah. No, it's PG, parental guidance. PG as in under 18, keep it kid-friendly, keep it PG. You're, you've started now going, ah, keep it PC. I, I did it the other day, not on the show, but in day-to-day life. Go on. I had another saying, nip it in the butt. Nip it in the butt. Nip it in the butt. What, what actually is it? I read about it, nip it in the bud. Nip I don't the... know why, but nip it in the why bud. Why do you use sayings? Why don't you just say what you want to actually because say? I actually, I'm a big fan of the English language. <laughs> you? <laughs> you could barely say contractually obliged <laughs> about two minutes ago. <laughs> Producer Neve, do you have any? Yeah, so play it by ear versus play it by year. It's ear, Which I think. It? It's ear. It's definitely ear. I've never even heard year. Play it by, play ear. by ear. Ear. I'd go ear. Yeah, well, it is because it's, yeah. I, I have one. Go on. But I don't know if it's a saying or what is it. Is it back and forth or back and forward? Back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. Where we're go- we, were, we were having a conversation. It was going back and forth. Yeah. Not back and forward. Is there another one getting up or something? No, lie in or lie on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a lie in. I'm a lie in. I'm, I'm a, a lie on. Li- what, what's the crack with that? I'm a lie on in the morning. Lie yeah. on. Is that a country I don't think, thing? I don't think either are wrong. I think that's just different places where you were Is that a country up. thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Right. We want, though, forget about ones that are contentious. We want when or what sayings do you get wrong all the time? We would love a WhatsApp voice note of you telling us the saying that you get wrong. Maybe we have to try and figure out what you're actually trying to say. Our WhatsApp number is 0876797104. Tell us the sayings you or someone close to you is forever getting wrong. Casey was an underdog. Isn't it an underhorse? It's Dermot Kennedy. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Dermot Kennedy on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. It is Graham and Nathan and we're talking about sayings that you get wrong because on Love Island this week, Lana got one of a very popular saying mixed up. Casey was an underdog. Isn't it an underhorse? Underhorse. No, no, babes. It's not an horse, it's an underdog. Nathan, you're a, a big guilty man when it comes to this. Yeah, I'm a sucker for it. I um, I say many things. I said nip in the butt <laughs> instead of nip in the bud. And uh, I say... Keep it PC. Keep it PC instead of keep it PG. <laughs> Parental control. Uh, no. Political correctness oh, is okay. what you say. PC as opposed to parental guidance. Well, no, I was going with parental control. Oh, you thought PC stood for parental control? Yes. <laughs> My mind is blown right now. <laughs> All right, Sarah, we are talking about getting sayings wrong, and I think it's your mum who does. What does she say? Yeah, my mum. I, I didn't want to ring because my throat was so bad. Oh, yeah, you're sounding say, great. Yeah, she said she used to say from the get-go, as in the little lizard instead of from the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> and we always take the mick out of her. <laughs> from the get-go. <laughs> Oh, that sounds so sweet. And would you try and correct her? 
uh, we had to correct her. She actually thought that was it because she was like, "Because they're prehistoric lizards, that must be why it's from." And I was like, "No, it's from the get go." Like, <laughs> you know, I like her rationale though. I really yeah, do. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she had it. <laughs> Thanks, that Sarah, and rest up that right. voice over the weekend. No worries. Thanks, my See you, Sarah. Any more you want to give to us, and we'd love a WhatsApp voice note of you giving us the saying wrong as well. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Joel, Corey, Head and Heart on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We're speaking about getting sayings wrong. We'd love to hear from you. 87 104 I think everyone in the studio is guilty of getting a saying wrong in their lifetime. Yeah, and we're talking about it because on Love Island, one of the contestants... He was just saying, you know, when somebody who you didn't expect to do as good would do good is called an underdog. Yeah. They thought it was under horse. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> okay, I think we have Christina here. Christina, wrong sayings. What you got? My son is lactose intolerant, and for years he thought he was lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh, easy mistake. Lactose. <laughs> he thought he couldn't have black toast. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably shouldn't. Oh, I love black toast. Yeah, no, I love black toes as well now, to be fair. You have to have a born. Yeah, I'd have the, I'd pop it down for the second time, so I will, Christine. Yeah, me oh, too. 100%. But yeah, he thought he was black toast intolerant. Oh, black toast intolerant. And, and they're probably still drinking loads of dairy and eating loads of dairy and say, but I'm not yeah. eating any black toast. Why do I feel yeah, still exactly feel sick? Yeah, exactly hadn't a clue. Oh. And it's only in recent years. He's 11 now and he's only realised now. <laughs> oh, the shame. I hope that he's having oh, loads of black so toast funny. now that he knows he can he actually doesn't even like toast, I believe. It's probably because he was afraid to eat it. <laughs> Thanks very much for your call. No problem. Bye. 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 And we have Michelle as well. Michelle, saying's gone wrong. What do you have? My mother used to say, um, you look like an artrill in a picture. So, of course, as a kid, I picked it up like, you look like an artrill. So I was in school one day and my teacher was after graduation or something and my teacher was saying about her picture. And she said, like, she didn't like her picture or whatever. And I said, oh, my mother says you look like an artrill. And she said, I look like a what? And she said, oh, you said my mother said you look like an artrill. And she looked, she goes, I thought she said I look like an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, well, you, you, you kind of do. <laughs> I didn't want to well, say yeah. it. But. Yeah, so it was kind of embarrassing in front of the whole class. But, you know, she didn't say it wrong after that. Yeah, you live <clears> and learn. Thank you for that one, Michelle. Cheers. Bye. If you want to get any more into us, you can get us on WhatsApp 87 104 You're on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I've been drinking, I've been drinking. I get filthy when that liquor get it to me. I've been thinking, I've been thinking. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Lewis Capaldi and Forget Me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Pull my finger. (laughs) (laughs) What's that got to do with Harry Potter? I don't know. I haven't really seen any Harry Potter films. So listen to this. There's a show called Potted Potter. It is happening right now in the Gaiety Theatre in Dublin and it is called An Unauthorised Harry Potter Experience, a parody by Dan and Jeff where they cram all seven Harry Potter books 
into 70 minutes and we're delighted to be joined on the line now by Dan and Jeff, the creators of Potted Potter. And the question I have is, how do you put all books into 70 minutes? Well, I mean, to be honest, the first version of the show we did could have been seven books in seven days. I mean, it was a weird <laughs> camp out in the theatre extravaganza. Um, but we try and remain as faithful as we can. Jeff plays Harry Potter, which leaves me playing all 360 other characters. Uh, so I get to play everyone from He Who Should Not Be Named to Ron Weasley to a serpent to a fire-breathing dragon. And actually, as I'm six foot four myself, so my Hermione Granger is worth the ticket price alone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll ask you, Dan, are you a massive fan of Harry Potter? I'm assuming yes. I, I think, yeah, absolutely. You sort of have to be. I mean, this comes from a place of love. And I was going to say we're closet geeks, but... You're not really a closet geek when you're touring the world doing show about <laughs> Harry Potter. We're very open geeks, and yeah, we have a lot of love for the boy wizard. Question for Dan then. How do you manage to play all the different characters? Do you change dress? Is it your accent? How does it work? I, I change hats and put on silly voices. I'd love to say it's a very Stanislavski method where I really become the roles. <laughs> but I'm basically running around for 70 minutes, I'm grabbing a hat, and often I run on stage and I have to feel my head to see which character I am. <laughs> and Jeff, has any of the actual film's cast arrived at any of your shows? We have. Over the years, we've had uh, quite an array of the characters have come to see it. Um, Warwick Davies, he plays Professor Fitwick. He came to see the show. Uh, we had uh, either Cra uh, Crab or Doyle. We we've never quite worked out which one. <laughs> Uh, Luna Lovegood, she came to see it and she chatted to us afterwards. She was lovely. Yeah, we haven't had the main three, but we worry if they did come, we'd have to put them in sort of um, shark cages just to keep them safe from the fans. <laughs> That's so true. So I read as well that there's a real-life game of Quidditch that happens and you include the crowd as well. Now, you are in Ireland and, of course, Ireland were the Quidditch World Cup champions in 1994. So are the crowd in Ireland better at Quidditch than the rest of the world, considering we got a bit of history in the game? Well, we've just put our full-scale Quidditch back into the show uh, this week because we had to take it out for uh, COVID restrictions. So we've had two shows so far with uh, full Quidditch. And my goodness, do the Dubliners go for it. Um, it's incredible. We, we put Quidditch in to sort of make sure the kids were still happy about 40 minutes into the show. But we, we really shouldn't have worried about them. It's the dads. It's the adults. You suddenly see them thinking it's, uh, you know, the, the Rugby World Cup final or something and they see glory in their eyes, push the kids out of the way and really go for it. <laughs> so I don't want to rat my good friend Nathan sitting across me here out, oh, but no. he is not a Harry Potter fan. Oh, guys. It's, it's very contentious oh, over the years. So if somebody is listening to us this afternoon on the show and they're not a Harry Potter fan like Nathan, is there something in the show for them? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the show is a parody. And so we sort of poke fun at a lot of different things and a lot of pop culture references. And also, it's a great way, if you have never read the books, to never have to read the books. 70 minutes, you know exactly what's going on. And then you can just pretend you're a fan and join in conversations and not feel left out and ostracised like the awful person you are for never reading the book. <laughs> well, that's the thing, guys. You've made it very digestible because it's such a big commitment to sit down and watch all the films or read all the books. 70 minutes... I can definitely do that. Yeah, well, we bought it here for you. That's the main reason we're here. <laughs> Dan and Jeff from Potted Potter. It's still on in the gaiety till Sunday. Tickets are still available. So if you're a massive fan or not, and you just want to digest the seven books in 70 minutes, go get your tickets. Lads, thank you so much for joining us and best of luck with the rest of the shows in Dublin. Thank you so much. Thank Have you. a great day. Thanks so much, guys. See ya. Yes, bye-bye. It's Dua Lipa, Cold Heart with Gavin James. Hearts on fire on the way afterwards. You're listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan.
It was a little bit awkward. I went to the toilet there. Yeah. Tried to enjoy myself. Of, of course. Was whistling. Reading the newspaper. Yeah. I think producer Neve was outside trying to open the door. <laughs> was that you? No, that was another person. And I said, I think it's occupied. Oh, it was awfully <laughs> embarrassing. I felt flustered. Nathan doesn't like going to the gents. He uses the washroom. I'm not comfortable with my body. <laughs> I like being alone. And I wasn't alone. Someone was trying to break down the door. I thought it was Jack Nicholson. Here's Johnny. Do we know who the person was? Who was the person? I, I don't know. Oh. It was a male I'd never seen before. So he had his ear up to the door, though, listening to you. Yes. <laughs> okay. What was he hearing? Let's just say I won't repeat it. I was gently <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> All right, Avicii now. Hello, Black. This is Wake Me Up at 104 Drive. Feeling my way. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. David Guetta, I'm good on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Box office, baby. Tell you the bosses will be good if Nathan wins the Grand Slam final again, saving them another. 200 euro in ping pong ding dong. Ping pong ding dong, ping pong ding dong, ping pong ding dong, ping. If I manage to win and save the company 400 euro, if I am not brought out for a meal yeah. at Shanahan's on the green, yeah. there will be uproar. Who wants to protest with me? Right. The man is going to try and stop Nathan winning this two weeks in a row. Is Kevin, you're back after yesterday. A very who are you? Who are you? <laughs> a very controversial game yesterday, Kevin. How have you been in the last 24 hours after you won? Uh, recovering from the controversy, mostly. Yeah, it was um, extremely ho- controversial. Hopefully a less controversial topic has been chosen today. Well, do you know what? It, it was, when you actually break it down, it wasn't that controversial. You won fair and square. Fair Islands isn't a country. It's part of Denmark. So yeah, I think a lot, a lot of friends of mine went along with uh, the theory of well, if Ireland played against them in the Euros, surely they're a country. I'm, I'm pretty know. sure as well. Brian <laughs> Kerr managed them. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. That was one of the texts I got. <laughs> right, there will be no controversy today. I promise you. Okay, I trust you. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you both a topic. You've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. We'll go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. It's the Grand Slam final. I am going to recycle one of the topics from during the week. Best of luck, Kevin. Best of luck to you, too. Kevin, you will serve as you are the guest. There are only a maximum of 20 questions today, or 20 answers, because the topic is Premier League football teams from this season. Kevin, off you go. Arsenal Man United Man City Chelsea Liverpool Everton Newcastle Tottenham Brentford Nottingham Forest Wolverhampton Wanderers. Impressive, the full name. West Ham. Aston Villa. Five, four, three. Bournemouth. Leicester City. 
five, four. Hang on. Three. Hang on. Two. Brighton. Oh, Jesus. Fulham. It's only three more. Oh, here. Five, four, ah! three, Chelsea, two. Danny! <laughs> yes! Kevin, you did it! Yes! <laughs> Get in there! Well done! I'm having a look here. I think the ones you have. Okay, there's three. I know them. Southampton. Leeds Oh no And Crystal Palace oh, Damn it It doesn't I'm matter I'm not going to lie If he had said Any of those three Panic stations Are kicking in for me <laughs> Well done oh, Kevin really? I, I'm absolutely Delighted I'm you Sickened for the company <laughs> You're such no a company, on the green for you <laughs> I can just walk by it <laughs> Kevin You are this week's champion In ping pong Ding dong Fair 200 player. euro Going your way A worthy winner Have a great weekend Kevin Good luck you too, guys. Thanks. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. FM 104. Look, two. Do you know what? I will say the last. Second. Last two days between yourself and Kevin. Peak Federer versus Nadal. Oh, there, yeah. There you go. Yeah, but I've lost twice. Yeah. I feel that's... like Andy Murray. <laughs> I'm a big old loser with a sore hip. <laughs> Actually, like Andy Murray, I'm sorry. 104 Drive. <laughs> You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Got me in my feelings. Gotta be real with it. Yep. Now let me see you. But a Drake. But a Drakey Drake. Trizzy. Yo. Drake. In my feelings. Kim Kardashian? Ooh, who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know. I'm not friends know. with Drake. I would like to be, but I don't know. Right. We are 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Don't worry. Today is the final day we're going to be talking about this movie. Unless we go watch the Korean version, that is. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Really quickly, during my COVID isolation a couple of weeks ago, I got suggested to watch a film by a 104 Drive listener called Old Boy. It's a 2013 remake of a 2003 Korean film. It uh, stars Josh Brolin, Elizabeth Olsen and Samuel L. Jackson. It's an unbelievable cast. Like, the director is Spike Lee as well. Yeah. And I hadn't seen the film, Graham, but you told me to watch it. And I said, you know what? If I'm going to watch it, I want to be surrounded by 104 Drive listeners. We gave away 20 tickets. There was 24 of us in there. Because mm. myself, yourself, producer Eve, and Stephen on video was there as well. There is a video of the night up on our Instagram page right now if you want to check it out. We're Dublin's FM 104. But Nathan, you hadn't seen the movie. Oh my God. We went straight after the show to Brooks Hotel on Jury Street where they have a private cinema downstairs, which you can book too if you want. What did you make of it? Tell me what you made of the movie. Of course, there are people who are curious. Yeah. Don't give away the spoiler. I don't want to give away the actually, spoiler. I actually don't think you can say the spoiler. On radio. On radio. Yeah, I think you're right. Do you know what? I really enjoyed, I would say, the first half an hour of the film. It hits you. Right across the face. You're not bored. It's so intense. Josh Brolin just flung into a room and held prisoner for 20 years. I'm sorry. That's interesting. Why is he in there? Who kidnapped him? And then he's thrown out of the room and it's all about him trying to figure out who kidnapped him and why. So yeah. that's a great storyline. But my goodness, the ending. Mm. It was shocking. 
It affected my sleep. I told Becca, my fiance, everything about the film, and she was horrified. Yeah. She said, honestly, you brought 20 people <laughs> to watch that film. Like, why, why would you do such a thing? So, what? So, uh, you were at the front row because yeah. you wanted to be within the 1045 I saw audience. Everything. With that, you described to Becca. She goes, why would you do that? Why would you make a thing of this and bring listeners there? Because it's not funny. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> I started to get really worried that there was going to be a bit of a backlash. And people were going to say, Neve, you can sneeze on the mic. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> that was the don't cutest be, sneeze. Don't be holding those sneezes in. Oh, yeah, sneeze right into the microphone. <laughs> but I started to get really worried. And I was chatting to Stephen, the videographer outside. And I was like, I actually have this pit of anxiety in my stomach. Oh. What if people start turning on me? Going, why would you ask us here to watch this messed up movie? Well, Graham, look, I'm all a part of mob mentality. Like, if people <laughs> turned on you, I probably would have joined them. So um, we had a microphone running in the, in the cinema for the last five minutes. Oh, no. And there's one big reveal at the end. You can't hear the big reveal of what it is, but you can get a sense oh. of the, the feeling in the cinema, especially Nathan. So we have it here. Let's have a listen. It took 20 years to create her. A sensitive, caring woman. Eager to help those in need because she herself had overcome such a kind of woman who couldn't help but fall in love with a man like you. Joseph Ducey. So that gives you an idea. There was a lot of people who I was watching everyone's reaction. People were shocked into silence. They were looking at each other going, what was that? It was horrible. So I'm glad at the end we did a little bit of a chat to everybody afterwards. Everyone seemed to have a good night, yet they were a little bit kind of deterred and saying they wouldn't be able to go to sleep that night but what I'm looking forward to hearing is and we have it in around five minutes time Neve was interviewing people outside we didn't hear their actual reaction they were asked what they thought of the movie I haven't heard this yeah so we have that in just a couple of minutes but thank you to everybody who turned up last night such a good night FM 104 The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Two-step on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan I'm actually really looking forward to this Yeah, I can't wait for this Last night we had a screening of that messed up movie Old Boy I watched it, Nathan never had watched it But we got 20 104 Drive listeners in a room together And we all watched it together But it is pretty messed up And afterwards It's shocking It's actually... (laughs) It's quite shocking. Can I ask, actually, did you see the messed up part coming? No, because I got confused. I don't think I'm giving anything away when I say the greenhouse scene. I was a little bit confused as to what was happening. And then what followed was the most disturbing thing I've ever watched. So producer Eve was standing outside the private cinema in Brooks Hotel and she had her microphone and she was trying to get reaction from everybody. We haven't heard this. I'm really interested to see what people actually yeah. said when we weren't in the room. So let's have a listen to the reaction. I think it could it should have been more drama based. It was very good though. The twist was brilliant. It was very shocking. Definitely need therapy afterwards though. Yeah. For sure. It was it was good though. I thought every time there was a twist that that was the twist. Yeah. Definitely. And then there was another one. Yeah. I don't even know what happened in there. <laughs> I am shocked. It was a bit 
from one thing to the other, you think you know what you'll expect, and then yeah, you think you know what's coming, and <laughs> yeah. then you're just like, no, you don't know what's coming at all. It's the weirdest thing ever. Never looked me old lad the same. What the f was that? <laughs> I just feel highly stressed out and confused. I need a holiday after that. <laughs> it was about fifty twists. Where did they find that in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I didn't know where that was going at all. I don't think I'll sleep tonight. That was insane. <laughs> like, I have never seen a film like it before. Just disturbing. Very, Amazing. very disturbing. One of the most enjoyable movies. And you end up regretting at the end. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Everybody's uh, got so many words before you start. I'm yeah. still a bit speechless. I'm still coming out going... But was it, and did they know, and she, I had a few questions at the end, but um, I was just like, no. All right, I could, re I, I'm glad, because my big fear at the end was that people would have said, that was a bit rubbish, and it didn't, oh, did, no. it didn't uh, live up to Graham's. Graham. <laughs> Graham. How could you not say that was the most messed up film you'll ever watch? No, I, well, someone like, did. How could you not? Someone did leave and go. Ah, it's no human centipede, though. Oh. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah? Who's in the Super Bowl on Sunday, Nathan? Oh, I can tell you, my brother. Without looking at the computer Philadelphia screen. Philadelphia Eagles versus Kansas City Chiefs. I thought it was chefs. <laughs> <laughs> Just everyone running out dressed up as chefs. Give me the ball and I will kick it. Here, I actually have some big news, though, because I am a big fan of the Super Bowl. <laughs> He's only saying that because he has to go on television on Sunday morning to talk to. about it. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I'm very excited to be You do if you want to further your television career. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty stagnant at the moment, so I'm delighted to be on Ireland AM Sunday morning with your good self. Breaking news, Tom Brady has retired. <laughs> that happened two weeks ago. Well, he's see. still retired because didn't he come back? There you go, some right. news. We want to be talking more real news and hopefully current news about the Super Bowl after Jax Jones and You Don't Know Me on 104 Drive at Graham and Nathan. Ooh, nah, nah, yeah. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Hey, look, if you're doing nothing on uh, Sunday morning and maybe you're sitting in front of the television, why not switch Ireland AM on? So myself and Nathan were on there talking about Super Bowl ads. Do we know what time exactly? Because I think we're going to do a little introduction at 11. Is it 11? 11. And then I think we're on at a quarter past 11. I haven't checked my emails. If I'm oh, will you check on. your emails, would you? Oh, here, I've got it here now. Go on. It's from Hannah. Uh, live at 11.20. Live at 11.20 Pop it in the diary. Yeah, we're speaking all about the ads that are going to be played at the Super Bowl this year. But I want to talk now about the halftime show. Okay. We'll talk about the ads on Sunday. Yeah, fair. I want to talk about the halftime show now because Rihanna is headlining the uh, halftime show. 13-minute slot. That is all she gets is 13 minutes. And she hasn't performed in seven years. It's been a long time. The last time I saw Rihanna perform, for me, yeah. for me watching her performance, yes, yes, yes. X Factor. Oh. She used to always appear on the X Factor. Was she with like one of the finalists or did she just do a performance? She's done both. She really, she was great on The X Factor. I remember her singing, I think, Rude Boy. So, I'm so annoyed. I saw a great tweet last night and I can't find it today. But I remember the kind of essence of it. So Go basically on. it was, Rihanna 
she's talking about the halftime show and they were saying the whole stadium could go black and she's the only the only artist that has so many different songs where the start of the song is so iconic and the majority of them don't even have words it's just like a beat or a noise or a humming or her making noises and instantly within a second you know Rihanna is here so I have a few of just the very beginning so imagine it's halftime on Sunday night in the depths the, okay. the Eagles against the Chiefs go course. on go on Chiefs and then all you hear is boom boom silence gone dark and yes you know it's that Rihanna that has to be the one you know it's Rihanna whole stadium goes completely dark will this be the opening one uh huh uh huh I prefer the other one Disturbia whole stadium completely dark you hear this You know what I'm getting? There's not a lot of words here. It's a lot of noises and beats. Do you have her song with Drake? Oh, na, na, what's my name? Oh, yeah. I don't have that one. I wonder how that goes again. Would, you've just hit the nail on the head oh, there, I think. Sure, yeah. Whole stadium, Jack, you hear this? Oh, that has to be it. You know it's going off. Yeah. If this is going to be the one. Oh, or what happens? Whole stadium goes dark. You hear this? Yeah, now we're talking. Here we go. Come on, Chiefs. Now, what are we saying? She hasn't performed in seven years. Well, she also released a new song. I don't want to hear the new song. What? I don't want to hear that. She's definitely going to have to sing that new song. 13 minutes, Rihanna. Just play the hits. Just play the hits. I don't... Umbrella? I don't think she's going to open with Umbrella, but I do believe we will hear Uh at uh some stage and Jay-Z will come out. What? That's my big shout. That's a massive shout. Which one are you saying? Any of those that I just played, or do you think and we're talking about which one is I she going to? I think Drake's op- going to come out. What's to, my name? Oh, Nana, what's my name? I think Drake's. Do you think she's going to bring someone out with her? Yeah, I just said Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just throwing it out to the table. You listening? What do you think, Calvin Harris? Nah. Could Calvin Harris? Nah, nah, he's not. I don't think he's big enough. Oh, I suppose he is big in America. He's always in Las Vegas. I think Jay Z will come out, and you reckon Drake will? Got to be some show if she gets the two of them. This is my opener, though. If I was Rihanna's stage manager, I'd be like, "You got to open it. You got to do it." Yeah. What's wrong with me? Either that or the last one you played, which was Rude Boy. No, the one which, after, which was We Found Love. Yeah. yeah. Right, so we'll, funny. We'll find out on Take s- this seriously. This is a big deal. Do, do you realize this is the most watched? Oh, here we go. He's learned his facts off yeah. for Sunday. I'm viewership guy. <laughs> they are forecasting that over 100 million people will be watching the Super Bowl this year. What other facts have you learned off for Sunday on the telly? I have learned off that Budweiser has reportedly spent maybe half a billion worth of money on ads. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What's my notes? Oh, I'm going out afterwards. How am I going to bring my notes? Anything else? Um, oh, one more. Uh, there's going to be a Super Bowl ad that's starring friend of the show, Pete Davidson. Oh, very fitting. Very fitting. Right, we're on the telly. Uh, Twenty past eleven. Twenty past eleven. Do you have a Super Bowl jersey or something like Chiefs? I have a Super Value bag. Yeah, I'm going to dress up <laughs> as an eagle <laughs> right. or a seagull.
The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.